Hello, welcome to another episode of Open Mic. We're so excited that you're listening today. Guys, I've got Logan, Chloe, and JC here, and today's topic is a summer fling. A s- oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, a summer fling. Guys, just to kick us off, what's your favorite summer memory? Guys, I miss so much riding in my 1997 black Jeep Grand Cherokee with the windows down, listening to some Linkin Park with with the guys. I'm dating myself a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was back when Transformers, the original, came out, but it's good times. I would say mine was a few summers ago, I got to work at Universal, and um, I got to work um, probably- The studio? um, Yeah, Uh Universal Studios in Orlando. I got to work in- um, Harry Potter World. Hogwarts, nice. Yep. So all you fans out there um, know what Diagon Alley is. That's where I got to work. It was the best summer ever. Got to go ride the rides for free anytime I wanted. It was the best summer. I think I just miss having a summer vacation. Like two months, no school, every year of your life for like 18 years. That was just the best. Walking down the street, hanging on the street. (laughs) Playing outside with your friends, like, it was just so much fun. And I always thought being a teacher, it's like, this is why I'm going to be a teacher, so I have summer break. But then I realized right. when I was teaching, it's like, holy cow, the year is so hard that you need that time to just recover. <laughs> so not the same, but I do miss that. Yeah, I just remember being in high school, and, like, we would hang out with the same group of friends all week. Like, just, you, you didn't know whose house we were going to be at, and we would just kind of take somebody's basement by storm. And you just didn't know what day it was. You didn't know if it was Thursday or Saturday. It was all the same. And it was like, whoever had a pool, that's where we were. If we could go to the lake, that was the, that was a good time. Xbox Live came out, Jared, oh, whenever we were. Guys, if know. I could get back to some Halo 2. that, that I probably peaked in like 07. Uh, so that just got real sad for me. But um, Okay, guys. Back from my sadness, my, my uh, peak 15 years ago. Um, what is a summer fling? How would you describe a f- summer fling? Is it bad to have one? Uh, new relationships? Where are we at, JC? A summer fling. I don't have the definition pulled up in front of me, but I would just say it's dating for the summer because you have a little bit of more flexible schedule and you're just looking for someone to hang out with every night. Yeah. Why is it that like a new relationship is easier in like the summer or you you remember like winter break it was like oh we're back home or like everything's kind of different like why was it that that summer might be an easy time to start a new relationship I feel like the movies and like even like music videos stuff like that like romanticizes um like summer relationships like they're all like really feel good you know you have like nighttime drives the weather's so nice the beautiful sunset like it just feels so good outside. Like there's stars in the sky at night. Like you can go stargazing. Like all of that is so romanticized in the summer. And so it's like, you don't have much to do if you're off of school. Most of the time you're pretty bored. So it's like, why not jump into a relationship? Cause it's fun. And I can hang out with someone and do all those fun things along with them. Yeah. So, um, what, what is like, is it wrong to have a summer fling? Like just date somebody for the summer, just for the fun of it. Like, is that wrong? Yeah, I I would I would even say with a fling sometimes I'd use that that dating's not even in the realm maybe but uh, it's definitely not dating with intentionality and uh, as we, if we 
rewind back to our all of our relationship series from earlier this spring. So hashtag if you haven't seen that, go and look it up on YouTube. DM series and DM series, dating and marriage series. A lot of good content. A lot of good open mic episodes. If you go back to that too, that if you're not dating, Jared, your message was dating with direction. And if you're not dating with any direction and any purpose of bringing God glory in that, then why are you doing it? So for a fling to exist, it's like yeah, it's probably not a great idea. Yeah, I think um, we were kind of talking a little bit before, like, Logan, you were saying that you kind of just, like, lose sight of boundaries in the summer, too, because, like we said, like, you know, it might be 2 a.m., and it's, like, feels so good outside, and, you know, you can go stargazing and stuff like that, but it's, like, you're kind of losing boundaries there um, just because it's, like, the summertime, and it's easy to lose sight of that in the summer. Yeah, definitely. I've never had a summer fling personally, so I can't speak from experience, but I think it is just... Um, all your friends are like hyping you up because you're like, hey, we have all this free time on our hands. Let's all get a boyfriend during the same season to just have someone um, to hang out with or X, Y, Z, whatever you're doing. Um, and I don't think that the boundaries are really there, like Chloe was saying. So it's probably not the best intentions for a relationship. One of the things that we were talking about before this is like summer fling is like a fun sounding thing. But I think one of the things that, that kind of comes along with this that maybe you're like, man, summer fling, that's not really my thing. Like what you kind of said, JC, but like, mm-hmm. what about just like starting a new relationship? And sometimes that's like a fun thing. And sometimes that's kind of a daunting, like scary thing. Um, what are like, if somebody's looking to start a new relationship, what are they looking for? What, what are some of the things that you would advise somebody that how do you stop it from being just like a fun fling that's like maybe not the most wise thing to like starting something really well? Yeah, I think you got to go zero to a hundred on it. You know what I mean? And uh, you got to uh, you've got to understand that why would you why would you be dating someone unless it was with the intention of seeing is this someone I am intending to marry? Right. So if like if your starting point is already not like man I, I'm doing this with the direction of of hopefully finding is this person, you know, going to be my spouse or not? Like I would say like that. You do need it sounds like heavy in our culture that's like hold up. <laughs> not trying to get married or marry anybody, but it's like that is the the intention of um, a romantic relationship is to honor God through that eventually um, through marriage. And so if there's zero chance in that at the beginning, then why would you even engage in it? Cuz I think that's everything from like you're just trying to hook up to like, I just like this person, but I don't see a future with them. Yeah. And you have to kind of honor that of like, none of those are honoring to God or honoring to that other person either of like, I don't see a future, but I just, I just want the gratification now. Um, one of the things we were talking about is like one of the times that it's easiest to kind of hop into a new relationship and maybe not in the wisest way is after you've maybe taken some L's or things haven't been going well in previous relationships. Why is that? That it's like, oh man, things haven't gone well. Now I'm going to jump into something that maybe not isn't the best look or isn't the, the wisest for yeah. you. I, I, I want to go back and track and say, I, I don't know why I said zero to a hundred. I'm yeah, just gonna I say that was a little asking, weird. Yeah, I, I, that's not like I thought you were gonna I circle say. back and you never did. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know where that came from, but uh, anyways, to answer that question, I do think with in terms of taking L's, I think 
I think there's a misconception that, like, guys don't feel emotion when it comes to, like, dating or mm-hmm. um, or when it comes to relationships and things. But, like, I know from my personal experience, I did take a few L's back in the day. Um, and it, it hurts you. Like, as a guy, like, you feel – I always felt very self-conscious and very um, low self-esteem in response to that. And I think the temptation is in response to that is, like, man, I need some gratification. And it, it I think – Honestly, I think Satan tempts us with, like, this will gratify you right now. Like, it'll fulfill your desires. So, like, you should make a compromise, and you should engage in this behavior. You should talk to that person that you know there's no future. Like, uh, so for, for, I think, for a guy, speaking for guys, that is a real thing that happens uh, in terms of responding to maybe taking some L's. Yeah, I agree. And I was talking to somebody the other day about how when we go off our emotions and relationships, like, those things are always fleeting, Um, So if you're going into a summer fling and you're really like feeling it out, you like the other person and then you break up, like you couldn't rely on those emotions the whole time to just be the trajectory of your relationship. Because then like you're Logan, like you're saying, Logan, um, when the relationship ends, you're still feeling these feelings and you want to express them. Um, But like we mentioned, I think it's Jeremiah 17, 9 that says the heart is deceitful above all else. Um, You can't just let those emotions drive you after the relationship and then lead you to text the person, call the person and continuously um, just express how you're feeling. Yeah, I think this is deviating from the fling a little bit topic, but I, I think this is important to address is like, when, if you do go through a breakup, if you mm-hmm. will, or maybe you're a guy or a girl, you take an L, you might be tempted to do some pretty weird things. Like as far as like, you might be tempted to do some things that would make you look foolish. I would challenge you if you find yourself in that situation, take a step back. Uh-huh. I actually had someone, uh, a pastor, give me some advice when I was in college. And he said, hey, just take a month after something like that happens and don't talk to that person. And uh, I mean, that's not necessarily biblical advice, but I think it's some practical advice where like, you need to remove that emotional attachment a little bit. And rather than maybe put yourself in a position where you will look foolish or ruin a future friendship or how many times have we seen somebody ends up uh, you know, getting married to somebody's friend that they went on a date on. Like, you got to protect yourself for down the road. Maybe you take a step back would be a good idea in response. To yeah, because I think the 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 attitude is like, I went through something difficult. You said it seems like everybody feels like everybody knows about it. Like, it seems public. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is public, but sometimes it's not. And then it's like, I need to go get some some wins in another area. I think about like, how baseball works. If a guy's struggling, they send him down to a lower level so he can get some at-bats uh, at an easier level of competition. And I think sometimes, especially guys, can go, okay, I'm, I lost here. Maybe the girl I really liked, I didn't, I didn't, didn't win, didn't get her to date me, didn't, I started the relationship and it didn't work, so now I'm going to go down to an easier level of competition. Somebody that nobody knows, somebody that's out of our friend group, somebody that I know she'd say yes Maybe not the same standard yeah, as next what thing you, know, you you're have. On, you're, you're on Tinder. Or you're on just a hookup app. Yeah, you know and I mean? it's like th- then you end up lowering your lowering your standard because you took an L. And it's like I think if you were to objectively look at your situation and say like, what's the wise thing to do? That is not it. And I do think that a lot of times those happen in private. It happens in an app. It happens outside of your group of friends. And that is not where we're called to live in our relationships. Is like isolate yourself. Nobody knows what you're going through emotionally. Um, and that's where the danger really comes in after a breakup. Yeah, I know we've talked a lot about like breaks up, breakups and like taking an L, like stuff like that. But I think that like there's so much to like learn from in that season of 
um, like those moments of, say, a summer fling ends and like there are all these emotions attached and you feel like you're going through what you would call like a breakup. Um, I feel like there's so much to learn um, in that season of life. Like for me, years ago when I went through a really hard breakup, that was when I grew the most like in my walk with God uh, because I like felt so emotional and sad and like it was into the world, honestly. And so the only thing I had to hope um, and cling to was God and his word. And I'm thankful that I had so many good like friends and community that like just pushed me to Christ in that season. Um, so I feel like even there is that possibility that like you can grow so much in that season and learn from it. And like we've been saying, like seek wise advice and like the advice you got from a pastor, Logan, like take that time to seek advice from people um, in your little heartbreak. But So what's the right way to start a new relationship? Like summer fling, you're, you were looking to date somebody, like, what's the right way to start that? I think a lot of it is in community. Um, the guy who's thinking about asking a girl out should ask his community of believers if he's ready to date. Um, and even like a mentor in your life, maybe it's in the church or maybe it's just a spiritual mentor that you know from something else. Um, if you're the guy, I would ask them first before going to the girl and being like, hey, let's go on a date. Um, and then for the girl, you can ask if you're the guy again, you can ask her friends or her spiritual mentor, like, is she ready to date too? Um, but even after a girl gets asked out, I think it's wise for her to go to her friends and be like, am I in a good place, um, to be dating right now? Or even before she ever gets asked on a date to ask her friends, like if I were to get asked out right now, like, am I in a good place to date? Um, so yeah, I would just say starting out, start in community. And then the whole, that just sets up the relationship to be surrounded by community for however long you're dating. And I think a big piece of that is like, you can't just go out and find that community right before you're ready to date. Like, those are pieces that you need to have in place way before that happens. So I think if you're looking to be in a good relationship, you need to have those pieces now because ultimately, like, Logan and I are both, well, Chloe, we're all, we're all married to our spouses that, like, I, I need other relationships too. There are, God created us to be in community and one person is not going to fully satisfy your need for a relationship. So, like, thinking that if I find the right person, I won't need other people is not true. And I think on top of community, also you have a personal walk with God mm -hmm. and you should be walking by the, the spirit, right? That's your goal. You should be tune, you know, tuning in like, man, God, do, do I feel like, like, am I at a place? Like asking God that question, am I at a place today? What is, where do I feel like the Holy Spirit's prompting me and leading me? Do I feel like I'm in a season where I could either say yes to a date or ask someone out? So it's, it's both community and in your personal walk as well. Um, you know, and I think a lot of times people know deep down whether or not they're ready um, from, from walking with God. They know whether or not they're ready to say yes or no or to engage in starting to ask somebody out. Yeah, I think, like, a lot of these things, like we're saying, the world might think that that's so crazy. Like, the world might be like, seriously, like, you just get into a relationship because it's fun and just date mm -hmm. and do that. But it really is true. Like, yes, they should be fun and exciting, but also you should, like, if you don't have the intentions to maybe, like, if you couldn't see yourself marrying that person, like, you definitely want to check your intentions there because that's where I think it could get dangerous. Um, so I think checking your intentions is so important, even though obviously you might not get married within a few months, of course, but if you can't see yourself marrying them too down the road, like you want to have, look for someone with the characteristics, um, and qualities that we see in the Bible. And that's what I think it comes back to kind of full circle, whether you're looking to like start a relationship or you're, you were excited because you saw that this was about a summer fling and you're like, I just want to get something going. The, the reality is that a person is not going to fully satisfy you 
regardless of, of how perfect your personalities are together, um, that's only going to come from Christ. So whether you're looking to start a very serious relationship and be married, or you're just looking for something fun, that's going to, that's going to fail you at a certain point. A person is going to fail you. A person's not going to fully satisfy you. That can only come in Christ. So if that's not where you're living, a, a relationship won't get you there. Yeah, and I, I, I think like just in total transparency, the times whenever I was single that were the hardest was like summer nights, you know, uh, JC, you mentioned like bonfires, like fall. I think those are, and like I always, the, around Christmas time, it's like, you know, the Hallmark movie vibes. Those were hard times. And I think like lean into like, it, yeah, that like it might be a hard time, but you have to continue to look and see like, where is my contentment and satisfaction uh, coming from. And I think that is where I would encourage people, if you're not in a place where you are feeling content with what you are, invest in community. You know, I, I was so blessed with just an awesome group of friends before I met my wife where like we were having so much fun together. And like, uh, I feel like my friends were growing and we were intentional in our walk with God where I feel like we were in a really good place because we were um, content with who, who God was making us uh, to be at that time. Yeah, and I guess I'm the only one single here, so hey, what's up? Um, but <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, if you're single as well and you're thinking about this summer coming up and you're really longing for a relationship, I would just advise you to, like, take a step back from that and invest in yourself and your own spiritual growth. And then maybe down the road a, a relationship will come, but maybe it won't. Like, I don't want to promise that to anyone because it's not promised to me either. Um, but you can do so much with your summer. You can invest in other girls spiritually. Um, you can hang out with a new friend um, that you're trying to help grow in her walk with Christ. Um, and you can, I mean, just honor the Lord with your summer. And who knows if a relationship is part of that. But I think you can definitely still have a fun summer without a relationship. Yeah, and, and I think, too, with, like, we talk about a lot of boundaries. We talk about a lot of, like, thought process going into, like, the dating and uh, world and whatnot. But I also just think, like, man, guys, if you're out there, like, take the initiative. You know what I'm saying? Still, summer summer is a great time to, like, to, you know, to see what might be out there for you. So, like, we're always encouraging, like, uh, I love to see whenever two people who are pursuing God, like, then um, begin dating and get married. Like, that is an awesome thing to see. And so, like, I would still say, like, have courage, you know, and, and go out, make the ask, and, and do it in a God-honoring way. And uh, I think that's a desire we have within our community, even here at Young Adults, is like, we want to see that happen. And so, um, yeah, I still think you can still make the ask, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. It's always fun to see. Well, guys, we hope that you have enjoyed today's podcast. I know we have, and uh, we'll catch you next time.